0: you need indeed. What is up, Hotties?
1: Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, and as always, by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Sponhauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to go over some NFL headlines, uh, and by NFL headlines, we mean Julio Jones to Tampa Bay, and then we're going to rank, or not rank. I keep saying rank. We're going to predict the AFC West. Uh, based on the over unders, and then we're going to finish it out with a rank it segment uh, via the chalkboard. But before we get into all that, Matt Theo, how are you guys doing today?
2: Pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, I've been grinding at Wii Golf recently a lot, <laughs> um, and I got a record on um, one of the courses that got me on the leaderboard, uh, like that they that they put together for that stuff. So.
3: Like the all time the all timer like leaderboard. Yeah I'm not that world.
2: high. It's not that it's not that crazy, but it was a pretty good run on just like one of the three whole courses. I got five hundred. Yeah, it's so still
1: cool to like get on the leaderboard. It's not
2: bad. Yeah. Um so that's that's Probably. what I've
3: been up to pretty much.
1: <laughs> Theo, you're moving out.
3: Yeah, that's been a kind of a constant theme for the last couple podcasts, is me talking about a moving out. But yeah, it's it's Let's see if I can show everybody what's going on. There's, there's nothing in this room, all right? Uh, yeah, I feel like a captain going down with the ship right now, right? It's empty. Everybody's gone. My roommates are gone. Um, it's just me in here rattling around and, and cleaning up the last few things. And then once I'm done with this podcast, literally I'll be out the door and I'll never come back. So say goodbye to the Joy Division posters. Say goodbye to the MF Doom posters behind me. Uh, what else? The Rolling Stones. It's, it's all going to be different now uh, and an nothing era. will ever be the same.
1: <laughs> End of an era.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I I'm it's... excited to move into the new place though. Cause I'm able to design it for like the podcast and the content. Like I'll be able to arrange it. Cause I, right. I arranged this room, like I didn't have the TikTok account or anything. And then I just kind of filmed things with what I had in the background in the background. But for the next place, I'll be able to kind of be like, okay, here's going to be my backdrop Here's going to be, you know, my, where my lighting is like, I'll probably be faced a desk facing towards the window. So I'm like always front lit, front lit and not lit from the side. Like I am in this place. So I guess I could have just rearranged my room. Like when, like in the last two years at any point, but I never got around to doing that. It's, so
2: it's not the most spacious room in the world. Yeah. Um, I don't want to move my like bed around. It's,
3: yeah. yeah. Right.
1: It's tricky, but congrats on the new place. We're excited to see it.
3: Well,
1: it's
2: Good luck with moving, dude. I hate moving so much. <laughs>
3: it's, it's the toughest part about it is like the last 20%. Cause like, there was a point where I was like, okay, all the big stuff is gone. I'm almost done. Yep. And then there's all yep. the little stuff that I forgot about. Like, oh, there's just mm. like 16 things on this shelf. Where where am I going to put them? Oh, Right. Yeah. I got everything done with the bathroom, but like, oh yeah, there's that. It's just like the little things after all the big That's, things. That, that it's not the, the big the trick things. To don't, I don't in. care. Right. Like the mini fridge, no. the, the, the counter, like the, the TV stand, the TV, um, like all of that stuff, my keyboard, my, like all of that is like moving that around. It's heavy. It's fine. Cause then it like, but then it's like all the all the little things that is it's just like,
1: you to, why you do keep I keep going, going back bottles and forth of
3: Windex like here. <laughs> why have I accumulated all of this but
1: I, I think the secret to moving is you you do all the little stuff first right and you like put them in a bin and then once you have all the little stuff accumulated then you get to the big stuff but yeah. you know if if you often use a lot of the little stuff it's hard to do that so
3: one thing I about me that I, I, I enjoy about myself, this is a character uh, strength of mine, is I'm very decisive and I don't hold on. to th- I'm very I love getting rid of shit and throwing it away. <laughs> I'm like the opposite hoarder. Like there is nothing that has like insane sentimental value to me. It's just gone. All right. Don't need this. Don't need that. Like throwing stuff away. I think me makes moving for me pretty easy as opposed to some of my friends who like want to hold on to everything. I'm just like mugs. I had this mug for three years. I'm going to like shatter. I don't care if like I'm throwing it away. It makes it so much easier if I can just like get rid of everything. Like posters that I had on my wall, I just threw some of them away because I was like, oh, I forgot to bring it out in the first trip. And then I just like crumpled it up and (laughs) and threw it away. I mean, you you were talking about
1: literally throwing your (laughs) mini fridge like off the balcony.
3: (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. Well, I don't know where to put my (laughs) (laughs) my mini fridge. I don't want a mini fridge because... My next place is also not that big and I don't find myself using the mini fridge that often and I have no room in my car. So I'm going to, like, that I legitimately, I need. I, it needs to go somewhere. So that one, that one, has, I have no sentimental value to the mini fridge, though. I, it, Just like ding dong
2: ditch somebody, to somebody with it, like <laughs> put it in front of their door and knock and it's
3: like, dope. Well, That'd make
1: for a great TikTok.
3: I could sell it, but I'd have to sell it in, like, the next hour because then I'm leaving, you know. Oh. <laughs> So maybe I'll send out a just tweet like go that says to someone on the street Phoenix? and be like, hey, "You want a mini fridge?" Yeah, dog? but it's like a, not something I can just like sell to someone or like give to somebody, right? It's huge. Well, so, you could just you could anyway. just
2: leave it in front of the door and like tweet out your address now that you don't live there anymore and be like, "Whoever wants this mini fridge?"
3: Yeah, three 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 East mini-fridge Roosevelt Point, room three twenty East East Roosevelt Street, three twenty Phoenix, Arizona eight five zero zero four. I don't care if you know my address because it's not my problem. Next person who lives here, you know, <laughs> yeah, just say. leave it
1: for the next person. They get a free mini
3: fridge. It's <laughs> well, one of just, the uh, they'll amenities. Find me if I leave shit in here. They'll find me they, even more. They but anyway, find you? I digress. All right, this is a time where I actually digress, and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just saying it's di- a filler word. D- we got to get in in on his with the episode.
1: Digressing era. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube and join the chalkboard. I been—I I do a bad job of reminding everyone to subscribe to the YouTube, but make sure you all subscribe to the YouTube, help grow this podcast, and join the chalkboard so we can interact with you guys. Um, so Julio Jones went to Tampa Bay and joined forces with the evil superpower that is Tom Brady. Matt, as our AFC South... Uh, monitor (laughs) how do you feel
2: i mean i feel good about it for tampa bay i'm not like you know maybe people are a little too excited about this because it's like julio jones and that's a big name but like i think he's still a pretty solid receiver um and with Godwin, he's not going to be ready week one um you know that gives you a little bit more depth makes you feel a little bit better about it it's probably about on i see it as on par with like the antonio brown move you're not going to see like prime antonio brown or anything but like yeah man it's it's another if, it, if that ends up being your third receiver when you get pretty deep into the season that's not so bad um it's not i'm yeah. not super stunned that it happened i thought he'd maybe go somewhere where he could get a little bit higher of a workload but i guess hey, okay, playing with a really good quarterback i get it
3: yeah and and i think he can get a high workload if if things are the offense should be pretty similar to what it was last year right arian's retired but left which you know is still there and and you know bulls stepped up so and and tom brady led the league with 719 pass attempts last year despite the fact that they're not you know (laughs) a team that's losing all the time and and trying to throw their way back in the games
1: 50 billion years old
3: (laughs) they're the pass heaviest team in the league right and they're also not a team that relies a lot on play action and like screens and all these kinds of coaching manufactured yards right they they just are like especially with Mike Evans they're just like go out and win all right like right, we're right. not going to give you a screen we're not going to give you a uh, something quick and easy so you need a really stacked wide receiving core if you're them like you do the most important thing for them is is have guys who can consistently win because it's their entire game plan right they they, they don't they lean very very heavily on it and with Tom Brady and wide receivers that can reliably win against man coverage. Like it's it's going to be a great offense. So, and mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for Julio, right? I mean, there's a they'd world. Be, where it's they'd Mike be in Evans. a spot. Yeah, it'd be Mike. It'd be Mike Evans, who's obviously great, and then it'd be like Cameron Brate. And, and like Scotty like Miller. I mean, yeah, yeah because Johnson. the loss
1: the loss of Rob Gronkowski was a big concern for me. Like, obviously, like losing Antonio Brown was huge, and we were wondering who's going to fill that void. But then, like the loss of Gronk, I'm like, bro, that receiving core is kind of thin. And, you know, Tom Tom Brady loved to throw to Kronk. Like, I've looked at, like, the past few, like, successful teams, like Super Bowl teams, have all, like, been pretty good with their tight end or been pretty good about using their tight end, with the exception, I guess, of the Rams. But they had Cooper Cup, which I guess kind of is the same thing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he's he's basically a tight end. He's a fullback. Someone who who can eat against linebackers in the slot. Like, that's what he was doing. Like, that doesn't make him a, a... Bad player or anything, but
1: but like yeah, that's Cooper Cup, Gronk, Kelsey, all the like you see a lot of elite right. tight ends in Super Bowl situations recently.
2: Okay. Well, um, it's yeah, and it's just that they lost. You know, like three. If you're going into the season, you're like you're down three out of your four top targets. No Antonio yeah. Brown, no Chris Godwin, no Gronk. So this is definitely you know a pretty solid move for them. But
3: I don't think I you know they're my they're my
1: they're Super like Bowl punching team. Punching this guy right the,
3: now. they're they're my super bowl team they're going to come out of the nfc to me uh we're talking about the afc west and my other super bowl team is in there too so i just want to say like from top to bottom i think that the that the bucks still have the strongest team in football once godwin comes back whether that be week one or week four something like that who knows but like once godwin gets back i i think that wide receiving core is going to be fine um, I think that Tom Brady is obviously had an MVP caliber year last year. He would have won it if, if he would have won it. I wouldn't have been mad. Um, and the defense is is like what they got with Akeem Hicks and Logan Hall, Devin White and Levante David still there. Like I, right. I just think top to bottom, they're they're the best team in the NFC. And you know, betting on Tom Brady to come out of the, any playoff like situation is not a. Isn't a bad bet. Pretty good, so bet. yeah, I think. I mean, I think they we're almost they almost the Super Bowl. beat
1: the Ra- they almost beat the Rams in the playoffs if it wasn't for that like beautiful throw,
3: you know. Yeah, that was a crazy comeback. That was a catch. crazy yeah.
1: game. Yeah, that was a great game, right? But like, the Bucks easily could have won that game, and then you know they would have gone on to play the Forty ers who the Rams also beat, and I think the Bucks could have beaten the Forty ers last year. Oh yeah. So like yeah yeah. There's no reason to think that they couldn't have been there last year and they could be there this year. But before we talk about the AFC West, I would just want to give a quick shout out to our, our best friends over at Manscaped. You know, you guys asked for it and they listen, our friends at Manscaped just brought back the Ultra Smooth Package. This is a new product alert from Manscaped, all right? It's time to stop, drop, and order this premium shaving kit. Everyone knows by now, you know, the Lawnmower 4.0. It's the best electric shave for your balls. We get it. But if you're looking for a closer shave, you know, to go bare down there, then the Ultra Smooth Package is the perfect set. It's really time to shave that bush of yours and get right to the root with a discount just for you. So make sure you get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code STAYHOT. The Ultra Smooth Package is a specialized groin shaving kit to help you really buff, protect, and smooth your most sensitive areas. I'm talking the Crop Shaver Razor, the Crop Exfoliator, and the Crop Gel. Men, you no longer have to borrow your lady's razor for that precise Trim. So make sure you head on over to Manscaped.com. Use the code Stay Hot to get 20% off plus free shipping. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Stay Hot at Manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunched Ultra Smooth package from the fellas at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. So, shall we talk about the AFC West? Do we want to do bottom to top, how we've been doing it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. The Raiders uh, lines at eight and a half. I, I I'm a big fan of the Raiders. I think they're criminally underrated. I actually had a prediction video with FanDuel where I said they would go twelve and five. I think the they, this was a playoff team last year. I think the addition of Devante makes them a, a legitimate threat to be one of the elite elite teams this year.
2: I mean, I see it. They're talented. I can't lie. Yeah, offensively they've got crazy weapons, and their offensive line was not that bad. And they got that pass rushing duo now. Twelve maybe a little steep for me, um, just off the division that they play in. But it's not impossible. I mean, that's going to be a tough them, division. That's with, with them going how, two
1: and four in their division.
2: With them going two and four, so you pick them to go like undefeated against every other team.
1: I think, that, bro. They, I was like. They play the Cardinals, which I think they can beat. I think they can beat Tennessee early on. Um, you know, I think they can beat Denver early on. Uh, let's see. They play the Saints, the Texans, the Jaguars, Seahawks. The Rams might be a tough one for them. Patriots, and then Pittsburgh, 49ers. I have them losing that game. So like, there's, there's some tough ones in there, but like for the most part, it's, it's not like totally unthinkable. <laughs>
3: I've cooled on them a little bit. I'll say that. Like okay. I, I was high on them after the, the I think they've got the pieces to to win the Super Bowl. I do. I think like that that edge rushing duo of Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. I think that yeah. when you look at across, you know, what what all Super Bowl teams have in common, it's not so much like a great wide receiver. There was a, a time I, I I think it's changed a little bit recently, but um like f- through much of the 2010s, the highest paid wide receiver on Super Bowl winning teams was not like super crazy. Um, but edge rushing duo, I think, is important. Quarterback is obviously important. Uh, you need to have the great offense and and with carr throwing to Renfro and Waller and Adams, like should be should be a pretty high, high flying attack there. Um but and they should get pressure. They should get pressure with the edge rushing yeah. duo. But you say they have a pretty solid offensive line. I might disagree. I think they've got Colton Miller, and then the rest is extremely questionable.
1: <laughs> I do like, like Colton extreme.
3: Miller a lot and but i do too, I will but, agree.
1: I think their offensive line maybe overperformed a little bit last year.
3: Well, I don't even think they performed that well like really? I, I I really don't think that that offensive line was like super elite if I could find I just
1: thought that, like, the adjusted I thought that, like Derek yards. Carr wasn't sacked that much.
3: Um, I guess they were, let's see, they were 18th in adjusted sack rate, which is slightly right. below average, 20th in per- pressure rate, which was slightly below average. Yeah, um, but I, th-
1: I didn't think they Adjusted would line yards. Like- I mean,
3: they, were, they weren't they were a disaster, but they were a slightly below average line last year by most of the metrics that I'm looking at yeah. and didn't make too many additions in that area. And then the secondary is really what scares you, losing Casey Hayward. Like, in that division, they got torched Torched twice by the Chiefs last year in a year where the Chiefs were kind of getting slowed down, uh, you know, by by to a bigger extent than they had in the past. And is like that going to happen just six times a year this year? I really think it might with them now, and that's kind of turned me off from them. Is like this looking at the secondary. So I don't know. I don't know. I was really high on them, but like after scouring the roster a little bit more, it's like, yeah, this team has the lowest projection here for a reason. Um, there were a lot of games last year, even though they made the playoffs where they were a well below average team and and kind of overperformed a little bit to sneak in, I think, in kind of a weaker yeah. AFC. I don't see it. I, I don't know. I don't know if they make the playoffs anymore, but we'll see.
1: I don't know. I, I just I I, I think that like that offense can really be dangerous. And I think I, I would trust that offense to carry them a little bit. And we've seen like even the Buccaneers, like through their stretches, haven't been super great with their secondary, right? But their their front seven's been so elite that it hasn't really mattered that much. <laughs> and their offense has been so damn good that it hasn't really mattered. Um but it's still like it's still better than the Raiders secondary. I'll
3: give you that. But I don't so, know. how are we all feeling about, about their <laughs> over under? But it's eight and a half is I'm, the over under. It's eight and a half. And like, I'm
1: taking the over. It's like, do you think they're going to have a winning record?
3: Let's see. Well, first chunk, I like looking at it in quarters. So, okay. first chunk of the season, they play the Chargers, the Cardinals, Tennessee, and Denver. All right. Yeah. We, I mean, if you were just trying to
1: go to week five because, like, that's right before the bye week, like, I think over that stretch, they're like three
3: and two. 3 and 2. Okay. Yeah. I would say 2 and 3. Chargers, Arizona, Tennessee, Denver, KC.
1: Who do you have them? Oh, you have them losing to Denver.
3: I don't have them like losing to anyone or winning to anyone. I just look at okay. that stretch stretch in general and just think like 2 and 3 over that stretch, you know. Yeah. Maybe my, my, like,
1: I'm, not I'm like I think they could lose to I the Chargers. I think they could like I, but I think like the Cardinals. I think they could lose Vikings, all of those games. <laughs> I think they <laughs> I mean, could they go zero five. But I'm games. like, I'm like the the Cardinals are starting the year without DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's going to be think hard be for the them. I do. And I think like Denver might have a bit of an adjustment period with Russell Wilson. I don't know how well that starts off right away. Uh,
3: then after the bye, it goes Houston, New Orleans, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. They're winning all of those
1: games. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I think they win every single one.
2: You don't think the Saints are even competition with them?
1: Oh, I mean, the the, the, it'll be a it'll be a competitive game. I like the Colts, but I
3: think the Raiders are
1: better. I like Derek Carr more than Matt Ryan. I like the receiving core
3: a, a lot better. Yeah, I, I, I can see them beating the Colts for sure. But I, I can would, see them winning, like I can see winning all
2: those games, but it being like, of course, they're going to go undefeated in that stretch <laughs> is way too high on them.
1: Maybe. Like they could lose to the Saints, but I would pick them to win. Those
2: are like games. toss-up matchups to me. Houston, <laughs> not Houston. <laughs> okay, but the Colts like, and okay, the Colts and but, the Saints are absolutely toss-ups. Those are both very good teams.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking them under like four and zero through that stretch.
3: Four and zero through that stretch. I would say like two and two, or three and one.
2: Yeah, I'd say three and one. Okay. So I'm at
3: two and three. And then, so they could win. I'm at like four or five games about. Then it's Denver, Seattle, Los Angeles again, and then the Rams.
1: That's a tough stretch.
3: That is a tough stretch. I mean, they could be like one and three through that stretch pretty easily. Yeah. So then they're at like six wins in my thing. And then New England, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, KC. I don't know, dude. Twelve dude, that wins out of rough. that is pretty rough. Like
1: it's tough, but like also, like I'm looking at it from the perspective of like I think they get one on the Chargers just because they, I thought they played the Chargers really well this year, right? And I think they, you know, if the Chargers got better, they both like both of these teams got better. I can see a world where they can split with the Chargers, uh, the Rams. I don't think the Rams are going to be as good as they were last year, right? I think the Ram, like obviously, you still have Ramsey, like. Stafford Aaron Donald Cup like you still have the top guys but you know you lost some pieces there and I I worry about the Rams a little bit so I have them beating the Rams and I have them beating Seattle the only game I had them losing in that stretch is Denver (laughs)
3: <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Because I think Denver at that point like gets it together, and then take Devontae the Adams
2: year, off the Raiders. Would they have an argument of being better than like any of I, those teams?
1: I think. I think without. I think Devontae adds like two wins. I think they're still a ten-win team without Devontae.
2: I think
3: the which offense is, is still good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, and then they wrap it up with New England, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, KC. Yeah. So, which I would say you go like maybe yeah. two and two. In I think I said well. two and two. Yeah. I think that might put me at even the under. Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think know. their schedule is pretty Hater, brutal,
2: man. dude. If you're getting Rams and 49ers and you got to play in that division, and yeah, I look at a it's team a like t- the Chargers. It's, it's
1: and not an easy schedule, but like if you want to be a good team, you have to beat good teams, and I think they're going to be a good team this
3: year. Fair. <laughs> I'm going to say, like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they probably will finish last in this division. I wanted to be cool and and say they were going to be one of the better teams, but I, I just can't, I just can't get after looking at it more. I just can't stick with that take. I, I, I don't truly believe it's coming true the more I think about hmm. it. So I don't know. You I don't, think you don't have the faith
1: in Derek Carr. Like I do. I don't
3: like, I don't have the faith in Derek Carr like you do. And I, yeah. I, I think that that secondary could get torched like they did in those chiefs games over and over again, especially with yeah. like Casey Hayward, who kind of overperformed last year. So yeah, we'll see. Josh McDaniels is the new coach there, bringing that kind of Patriotsness. Yeah. They'll probably run the football a lot. Um I, I think that that Tom Brady that, that Derek Carr is definitely the best quarterback that non Tom Brady quarterback that um Josh McDaniels has had. Uh Josh McDaniels has had some really bad offenses when running non Tom Brady <laughs> years and he's also <laughs> had a couple good ones. So, I don't know. I do think the offense will be good like on third down. There's going to be someone open. They've got two of the best route runners in the league, and, and Waller. Yeah, I do think that they'll make a trade at some point this season for a for a Z wide receiver, someone to stretch the field a little bit with some speed because they don't really have a wide receiver on the outside opposite Adams. But uh, I would look yeah, at yeah, they don't because they don't point. still
1: have because they traded or they cut Deshaun Jackson.
3: Will like Fuller, that, like, I think like them signing Will Fuller would make a lot of sense to me and really complete that wide receiving core. Like I think that yeah. that's a chance that I would take because right now it's like Keelan Cole or Demarcus Robinson who's like in line for a starting. And it's like, Will I don't Fuller want is them so playing. underrated. Will I don't Fuller want he them just doesn't play percent of my snaps. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I
1: don't know, but like that's the thing is like oh, I mean you could say the same thing about like Odell's Like oh, well, Odell doesn't play like a ton, you know, through the past few years, but like. He was a critical part in the Rams getting to the Super Bowl. So, like,
3: yeah, yeah no, I'm not I, saying I think, is not good, but yeah, it would definitely be a risk because of how little he's been available. But, like, I think, like Odell, he, yeah, it's a risk worth taking because of what he could offer um, as a Z. So, anyway, that's just where I'm at. With so,
1: that. so you're taking the under, Theo?
3: <sighs> that's such a complete heel turn, and I, <laughs> I hate changing my mind because I'm always right the original time <laughs> i'm always right whenever i change my mind I've never just been say they'll get nine just give right, them a,
1: just give them an extra win and give them nine
3: <laughs> i'll say they get nine sure i'll say they're the worst nice. in the division with nine
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> matt how are you feeling about the raiders i'll actually Over, go under, under. okay Matt Matt's brave enough to, <laughs> to say some of
2: those some of those teams that you're telling them to pick against I don't think they're better at anything other than wide receiver
1: um, like the charge
2: like I think I think like too much like the chargers I think the chargers got them pretty evenly across the board outside of maybe receiver
1: yeah yeah I can, I can then get like if that
2: and even then I think that it's not like the chargers have bad receivers or anything so no I don't know. They did lead the league in drops, though.
3: So, <laughs> it's because Herbert throws it five million. he throws miles an hour. it way too <laughs> hard.
1: No, there was a, there was a game where like someone asked Keenan, and was like, "Does Herbert throw the ball too hard?" He's like, "We got to catch it."
3: <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's Herbert throwing the ball is is on a line on a rope that he does unlock so yeah. many throws that like no one else can make. So it's overall a net positive. <laughs> But I do give the Chargers a little bit of a break with some of these drops because Herbert has one of the strongest arms of all time and just like <laughs> throws them at him like a million miles an hour. And he
1: like, yeah, he just doesn't hold back ever.
3: Right. No. But he, <laughs> I, he can throw some touch sometimes. He's like the best full no, no, shot yeah. thrower in the league. But he can, he can there are times where he'll right. just be. When just he's putting
1: it in. in a window, like he's putting it in a and window. Like,
3: Keenan will be running some slant or something and he'll have to like reach out and catch it like in front of him. <laughs> And it's going so fast and it just like splits his hands open because it's like yeah. it's just impossible. It's it's tough. No, I guarantee
1: tough. I guarantee if they're like working with the drug machine, that shit is turned all the way up. They better. All the, but anyway. <laughs> um yeah, especially when it's cold. But next team would be the Broncos. At, actually, every team after this is at ten and a half, but we'll just go really Broncos. Yeah. Broncos are next. And I'm ten and a half. Yeah, ten and a half. And it's like, I mean, this, this well, is a see. division where, like, every team could make the playoffs. Like, that's not unthinkable.
3: Like, these what are do you guys really think teams. of Russ? Do you, like, that's kind of the question. Is, like, will he be the Russ we've seen from, you know, 2014, 2015? Or is he gonna be like the Russ we've seen the past year and a half who has been a little bit inconsistent? I guess that's the question that I'm gonna
1: put. My fear is that the Broncos are gonna wanna throw the ball a lot. They're gonna be like, okay, we have these receivers, we have the quarterback, and they're just gonna wanna throw the ball a ton. And when we've seen Russell Wilson throw the ball a ton, it usually doesn't go too too well. Like he's not bad, but he's not like, you know, a top five quarterback like you know, everyone wants him to be, but they also have this like super elite rushing duo. And I'm like, man, if they could just if they just ran the ball a lot too, like that would also that would just like negate that problem. Right. Um so I don't know. Yeah, you definitely I don't, you definitely
3: need Bryce. Pete Carroll definitely ran um like the foot he got the reputation of being like a really conservative coach who, you know, ran the football too much. Um, but he did run it for a reason, and and Russell yeah. Wilson on a crazy like the rest, let Russ Cook year was definitely a little um, disappointing, right? so yeah. that's
1: where that's where I'm a little bit scared. Is like if they go with that less let, let Russ Cook mentality, it might not go as well as people think it will. But they they can run the ball so like Javante is so damn good, <laughs> so like. They they can just run the ball, and and that'll be like a a solution. But I think early on, like they might they might struggle in a few games. Um, Like I picked them losing to the Raiders in their Week Four matchup, just because I'm like I don't know if they'll have it together quite yet by then. Um, but like they could they can beat like Jacksonville, like they can beat Houston, they can beat Seattle. Um, I don't know. It's it's a tough. Like it's a very similar schedule to the Raiders, and I guess it depends on uh, how maybe how you feel about Denver's
3: defense because it's not like
1: quite the Denver defense that we're used to in recent years.
3: Yeah, I would, Matt. uh, I don't know what are you what are you expecting? I guess from Wilson from maybe like a a touchdown to interception. Like that's a pretty bad a bad ratio. He's going to
2: be inconsistent. He's always been inconsistent. I think expecting perfect consistency from Wilson is probably a little hopeful thinking. I mean, it's possible, I guess, you know, but um, the problem is that if they were a team with like a schedule where they just needed to like not blow stupid games, you'd be okay. Baltimore Chiefs. Arizona Rams chiefs chargers are their last six games in a row. That's a, like they're going to have to go out and like beat the top teams. They have to go be like one of the best teams. If they're going to get to 11 wins, it's not, they don't have very many gimmies. Yeah, So I'm a little dubious of them hitting the over here. Um, you know, it's like the AFC is so talented, someone has to get booted out who maybe should be. And I guess you could say, I mean, how many games did Denver win last year?
3: He, uh, they won seven.
2: Yeah, so I understand the logic is like, well, they won seven games last year and they added Russell Wilson. How do they not get significantly better? But I don't know, man. There's only... They've got a few gimmies, but I think Wilson's inconsistent. Like... You talk about Wilson falling off at the end of the year. Okay, well, if he does that this year, they will win like one of their last six games. He can't fall off at the end yeah. of the year. <laughs> it's
1: like they'll beat the Panthers and that'll be it.
2: <laughs> yeah, they'll beat the Panthers and that'll be it. So I just, we'll I just think that... And it's yeah, like, I, I don't think that Denver's receivers are like... They're good. I don't think they're so like insane. I don't think they're better than the ones in Seattle.
3: I feel that way about a lot of their their team. I think I, I like the secondary a lot. I think that Justin Simmons has yeah. a has a real chance to be the best safety in the league. I don't think that that's like a bad take if you were to say that. Obviously, over Derwin, over Derwin, like Derwin's up there too. <laughs> but Justin over, Simmons is over amazing.
1: Derwin James,
3: pa- <laughs> Patrick Sertan is amazing and, oh, and a Sertan. borderline top ten cornerback already. Um, but like. Their edge-rushing duo, we got Bradley Chubb, who is coming off just an atrocious year. Um, he was suffering injuries, but zero sacks. I'm looking at eight pressures in seven games. That's just Yikes. terrible. Um, yeah. I'm looking at his PFF grade. It's 45. <laughs> so he was, he was horrific Jonathan last year. Jonathan Cooper might
1: have had a higher PFF grade than him.
3: I'm sure a lot of people did. That's horrible. But anyway, like just looking at well, their... Jonathan Cooper. He was also one of the worst run defenders in the league. Jonathan, Bradley Chubb was oh, a complete whoa, liability. Don't talk
2: about Jonathan Cooper like that, man.
1: <laughs>
3: Jonathan, Jonathan Cooper, nice. your
2: classmate,
3: Lions legend.
1: He went to high uh, school with us.
3: Okay, but um, <laughs> yeah, Bradley Bradley Chubb was one of the worst. Like he was horrible last year, an absolute liability. Yeah. So he's going to have to bounce back. And then you got Randy Gregory on the other side. Um, that I'm a little bit dubious of that pass rushing duo being like one of the elite ones in the league. They've got depth. I like Malik Reed a decent amount, um, but he was also real bad against the run. Um, Jonathan Cooper, also not great against the run. It was good that they added DJ Jones, though, who is like a pretty incredible run defender. But overall, like, this was not a great run defense last year, and um, I think they could struggle again just a little bit here. So – I don't know, and then like if the defense isn't going to be fantastic, it's yeah, it'll come down to the offense. But the offense, it's, really, it's, the dude, offense it's, a mean, whole
2: it's a whole lot of pretty solid. Yeah, but if if your quarterback is playing inconsistently, it's not so great. You're going to go beat like yeah. the Chiefs.
3: I'm also not this, a Jerry Judy believer like a lot of people are. I don't all think right, that he's so, going to break so out So Theo, like Theo,
1: let me let me ask you this: Do you think this roster is better than the Raiders?
3: E- e- <laughs> it's close. I think they're going to be close. Well, if I've said the Raiders were at nine, this one might be at 10. Russ is better than Derek Carr. Um, okay. I think that this offensive line might be a, a hair better. Um, I, don't I don't think that the secondary is very clearly better.
1: Yeah. The secondary is um, better. I would take the edge so better
3: secondary, better quarterback, st- better offensive line by a hair, still a decent wide receiving core and weapons. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. like the interior of the defensive line is better, I would say that this is probably a better roster than the Raiders overall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. Um, but yeah, still, still, I, I worry about the pass rush a little bit. I guess that's where I, I'm coming from with this. Um, I'm worried about I'm worried about Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory was real good last year, real good. But um, you know, he's been in the league a long time, and that is. The, the the only year where I think he was playing to quite that level, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think I would say they get to like ten wins, which would yeah,
2: I like under. ten for them. I think I like 10, ten, you'd be like, yeah, that's pretty solid. But once you get to eleven, it's like they got a really maybe that secondary lines up well with you know their schedule and the teams they play this year. But
3: yeah, I, I think, think they've got a good. Sec- I think with that secondary and Russ and those that skill position group. I think that they don't win this division, but I think they could get second in it, really. Like, I feel like I've been talking about them crazy bad. No, I, let me say some nice things. I think that Russ with Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton is going to work a lot. Judy, I'm a little bit less uh, convinced, but yeah. those guys yeah. who can win, big-bodied guys who can win deep down the outside, they've got those guys, all right? And they've got a the, one of the better offensive lines that Russ has played with, I think, recently recently. They've got two great wide receivers. They've got, you know, an elite safety and I think an elite corner. I think they could be the second best team in this division. I do. So I, I I do worry a little bit about the pass rush. I do worry a little bit about maybe, uh like, some of the offensive line that it's not, like, elite, elite. I worry a little bit about Hackett as a coach. I don't think that he is, like, going to be, like, the next McVay or anything like that. Um, right. I, I don't think that he's going to be quite that type of dude, but – I, I think that they're going to hit like ten, eleven wins, and I think they'll be a, okay. a playoff team, but I don't think they'll win the division.
1: I I, I think they'll get ten. I think ten.
2: Yeah, points. I'll go with under, but just just Not barely. By much.
1: Just barely. Raiders are still better, I fear. But next up, the Chargers are also at uh, ten and a half, and this is your Super Bowl pick, right, Theo?
3: Yeah, I think they're going to be incredible. I think that they they took a year last year, and everyone was high on them last year. They were a lock to be a wild card team, second in the division behind the um, Chiefs. I think almost everybody had them, that as the case, and I said they were the most overrated team in football. I hated their defense. I thought they were Derwin and Joey Bosa, and everybody else was bad. I didn't quite think Herbert would take the step that he took. Um, and the defense was so bad that even though Herbert did take the step that he took,
1: right <laughs> and
3: Rashawn Slater was incredible right away, uh, they still missed the playoffs because their run defense was so bad. But I think with the addition of Austin Johnson, I think his name is the nose and Sebastian Joseph Day, as opposed to, like, who was it? It was Tillery and... and um, I you know who either. it was. I know who was Tillery. I'm trying to remember who the that right guy was, who was also horrible. But was, like, was to have Morgan Spash Fox and Joseph there Day last year,
1: or was he?
2: Who? No, he was a
1: Panther. He was, he was a Panther. Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't remember if Morgan. Morgan
2: Fox, was there Fox last. not bad.
1: Not <laughs> no, he's
3: not bad. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It was. God, I literally just did a whole video on them, and I can't remember the name of the other defensive tackle that they have. It's like J- Jones. I don't know. Who bad. cares? He was bad. They've got a better guy now. And then Khalil Mack instead of Nuwosu. That's pretty damn strong. I'm a little bit worried right. about their linebackers still, but Tranquils.
2: Who did they? They added a bunch of other linebackers, didn't they, though? They added like – Maybe not anybody you that super inspires confidence, but like Is Kyle Van Noy's played good starting? football before. Oh,
3: yeah. I guess they got Troy Reeders. Troy Reader Reader played Van. good football before. Uh, like. <laughs> He's played okay football before. <laughs> so <laughs> lost. I, I think.
2: Yeah. You can't win them all. Their linebackers are maybe a, a hair mid. Justin as Jones, as far as I think inside. I was thinking of Justin Jones.
3: Yeah. But, Kaiser uh, White was nice for them last year that he lost him. Um, but I, I just think, like, if last year their problem was their defense and this year they've got J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack and a good interior defensive line and, yeah. like, another year for Asante Samuel Jr. to kind of break out, uh, he was promising last year. With Herbert, who last year led the second-best offense in football and drives in points-per-drive and yards-per-drive, like I think with that quarterback, you can repeat that second-ranked offense. I think you can. I think it's pretty solidly like top five. Uh, Slater is incredible, and like right. probably will be like a Hall of Famer with how good he was his first year. Like I, I think very highly of him. And the offensive line, obviously, the right tackle is still kind of a weak point, but every team's Zion got Johnson's a weak point. Big Zion Johnson's there now. Like, I just can't really identify if they're going to have the second-ranked offense again, and I think they will, or, or a top-five one for sure. The, yeah, they don't and even need to be
1: second-ranked if they're just top-five.
2: How many plus they, defenders did they add this year?
3: Right, well, like Jackson, five. So Max, I, I think that they're, 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 their defense was 19th in passing DVOA last year. I think with the addition of a true number-one corner in Khalil Mack, like that could shoot up into the top ten. And their run defense could could shoot from the bottom of the league to league average. Like, yeah. to me, it's just from top to bottom, just an elite roster. They've got the quarterback on the rookie deal, and they did everything you need to do to surround him with the guys to win. Um, yeah, I think they win this division. I think they're the best team, and I think they they win the AFC. I think they're the best team in the AFC.
1: I mean, I I, I can get behind that fully. I mean, I have them winning this division. Um, I'm still deciding between like them, the Bills and the Ravens, for like the one seed. But like, no, they're <laughs> they're nice. Like
3: they're nice, and we we're we're, nice st-
1: we're struggling to find weaknesses on this team right now. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean they're going to be good. We're, I'm taking the over pretty easily. I
2: was gonna uh, I was gonna joke and say their punter was bad, but I actually <laughs> particularly like J.K. Scott. Um, <laughs> Do I remember they got
3: They signed J.K. Scott. That's wow. what
2: I'm that's what I'm seeing. J.K. Scott.
3: Well, he was a had pack, like, he's not a good punter. <laughs> is
2: it, well I, I I disagree. In twenty fourteen, J.K. Scott had the most unbelievable punting game against Ohio State and Oh, the playoffs. he's a good college punter. He, he was unbelievable I mean, went, it was like, crazy. High. And it killed him the whole game. They still won, but so that I believe in JK happen. Scott. Oh, He's turning the, it around. Was this that the year. Bama
1: game? Was that yes. the Bama game? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> I remember that. That was brutal. We got yeah, the ball on like the seven yard line. It was like ridiculous.
3: I don't know how like punting doesn't translate <laughs> to the NFL, but I mean, I guess maybe like He's a
2: that, that's being a system punter, system man. System punter. It's more of a college punter, really.
3: <laughs> you know Punt God? Uh, Ar- Ar- Arizia, whatever yeah. his name is, from San Diego State, he was yes. the third punter taken in the draft, mm-hmm. right? And I, I didn't scout him because he's a punter. I just like, was <laughs> like, damn, he had a lot of eighty yards. How do you
1: punches. scout punters?
3: <laughs> well, apparently he just like had no hang time and just punted line drives, oh, and which okay. worked in college, but in the NFL it doesn't because, like, if you give an NFL returner you know, a lot of room. If you don't give the gunners enough time to get down there, like they're going to kill you. Yeah. And so basically his whole punting style is going to have to be changed. And that's why he was the third punter instead of the first, even though he was like setting records. So I guess it doesn't always translate, but I don't know. JK Scott was disappointing. So Well, the entire Packers special
1: team was disappointing last year. (laughs) To be entirely fair, well, he wasn't even the punter
3: last year. It was, it was, he was the punter two years ago when they were also phenomenally It was Behorquez was the punter last year who was like couldn't hold. (laughs) I mean, your special
1: teams almost cost you a game against Chicago.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, the special (laughs) teams was a. a, It's been a joke for like years. It's crazy how bad it is. Like that that Forty (laughs) Nine ers game for it to end with like. That was on the national stage with it to end with the blocked field goal and them getting like long punt kickoff returns every time and the blocked punt touchdown that was their only touchdown of the game. It was like that all year. Like it truly never got figured out and just got worse and worse. And then like for the game-winning field goal that they kicked, there was only 10 guys out there. Like I've never seen special teams like that. (laughs) And it was like like multiple games I remember
1: after the Bears game, I was like, that's going to come back to bite them. They're not good. Yeah. Like if they play a good team like that in the playoffs and the Bengals, they missed like five
3: cool. kicks against the Bengals. They missed like five. Oh kicks against the yeah. Bengals. dude, I forgot I all that about Bengals that. There, and there were a couple more games and instances <laughs> where like there would be blocked kicks that like no one remembers. Cause it would be like a game against the lions or something, but yeah, no, it was horrible. So JK but, Scott was not a solution sadly, but it's not about the Packers. It's not
2: about the Packers. So
1: we're, we're all taking the over on the chargers.
2: Oh Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I like the Chargers.
1: Yeah, they're they're damn good. All right, so that that leaves us with the Chiefs. Um, and they're also set at ten and a half.
2: I'm I'm not picking the Chiefs under. I'm just going to be upfront and frank yeah. about it. Not doing <laughs> it. Am I.
1: That's a, you don't worry about them at all. Waiting to happen. No, they have the best quarterback. <laughs> no, I in this do, division. but I'm not going <laughs> to pick their under. They have the best quarterback in the division. They still have the best tight end, maybe in in all of football. Um outside of like maybe Kittle or like Waller depending on like how you view it um
2: they they have they have a great coach they have a great quarterback they'll they be okay
1: a, they have a great offensive line
2: now are they going to be as good as they were maybe previous years maybe no. not
1: their secondary
2: deal.
1: scares me you talk about the the raiders secondary being scary bro the chiefs secondary is is Not is not fun to look at.
2: (laughs) Like, if they go up against teams and they get into a shootout with them, I think the Chiefs win those shootouts more often than they lose them. I'm not predicting them to be like a perfect team or anything. Like, yeah, um, the defense has always been, you know, a little up and down with them and losing Tyree Kill is a big deal. But I actually like, I actually still like their receivers a decent amount. And, you know, you're not really even without these ridiculous receivers, Mahomes is still going to go win you and and, and make things happen. Yes. I really think that a great quarterback, great coach combo is something that I don't want to worry about too much. Like There are a lot of times like the Seahawks were always a team that managed to like be a little bit better than maybe they looked on paper. Great quarterback, great coach. So yeah. I, I think, I think I definitely see like, they're not without problems, but at the end of the day, dude,
1: like, I mean we saw like in, in that Super Bowl when everyone was hurt and Mahomes is like running and he's still making these amazing throws. Well, that
2: was that was a particularly weird game against a really good team. Right. I actually but,
1: but like he Mahomes didn't look particularly awful, right? That's like everyone's worried that like Mahomes is gonna be like just total is just gonna like not be the same.
2: I, I don't know um, if people are worried about that. I think people are more worried that Tyree Kill won't be the same. I just feel like, and like the Sky Moore stuff I've seen definitely makes me feel better about their receivers. Yeah, Sky Moore. Um, and skid. I like Juju and Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football, <laughs> um, according to me. So, um, yeah, I, I think would, offensively I would, they're still yeah. pretty strong. I mean, if
1: you if you say Kittle or uh, Andrews, I, I'm not going to argue with you, but like, but I will.
3: Or Pitts, Pitts, Pitts. Pits, come on, man. Pitts is no. so fucking good. Yeah, he is. Pits, but he is so good. Where did He's he go crazy. to college? <laughs> Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati, man. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh, I thought I could trick you. Um, oh, no. hey, Kelsey, Kelsey it's not like
1: he went to Clemson, man. Like, Come on. Well,
2: if he went to Clemson,
3: <laughs> but, but, I don't
1: think he did. But Kelsey went the to Cincinnati.
2: Regardless, you're taking the Chiefs under?
1: Under 10.5.
3: Under ten and a half, I am very concerned about what they've lost. I'm concerned about their pass rush. Although I did like George Karlaftis, uh, so that's that's good. But Frank Clark had four and a half sacks last year. They were they were at the near the bottom of the league in pressure rate. They still got Chris Jones, but those edge rushers were kind of invisible for for large portions of last year. And we'll see what Karloftis can do right away. Although I did really like him, but me really liking a rookie versus me thinking they will be like a huge positive immediately is like yeah. different to you. Like you gotta be, a I gotta think you're pretty special with like Pitts, yeah. for me to think like you're going to be an immediate impact guy right away or like Jordan Davis in Philadelphia. I'm expecting big things out of right away, but um, I don't know. I think the loss of, of Tyree kill just is, is going to be devastating for them. I really do. I think that I've said it before a million times that I think he's the best wide receiver in the league and just, Maybe the only guy where you just simply cannot guard him one on one, like with no help in man coverage. Like, you just can't do it because losing that rep would be too horrible. And it would just be like, uh, uh, it's a complete disaster. And you're probably going to lose it because of his speed. Like, it, it, you yeah. just cannot guard him one on one. You can't do it. It would be suicide. So, like, the fact that you're losing a guy like that, and yes, Juju, it's Sky Moore and Marquez Valdez scantling it's not a bad group. But I mean that threat. It's it's crazy. It would be like losing Gronk in his prime for the Patriots, which I guess they did a lot because yeah. of injuries, and they were still fine. But so maybe I'm maybe I'm being stupid. But I don't know. I, I think like the loss of him and, and Tyron Matthew might be their best offensive and defensive player. You know. So and, and there but were was, lots. I, of I don't know.
1: Tyron Matthew. I feel like last year was not like as he. Would sometimes make some been.
3: business decisions, especially in the run game. I think like he would go to just kind of be an ankle biter or kind of ease up, and he'd blame others when when he could have done a little bit more. But Inca, I think he's going to be a really good player for the Saints next year. I do. Oh, I mean, I,
1: I, I still I, think he's a good player, but like who who did they replace him with? It was um, Justin uh, Reed, Reed, who I don't he's Justin Reed. Good. I don't think is a bad. So it's like I don't think that's like a net a net negative.
3: Right? Yeah, we'll see, but I don't know. I, I I I truly think like they never quite figured out that like drop a bunch of guys into coverage like strategy last year. The Bengals deployed it in the second half, and and Patrick Mahomes looked like you know Chad Henney out there. I I think that well, that did you
1: see did you see the quote of like their their philosophy behind no. it? There was like a quote of like. I I don't know where I saw, but there was something about, like, if Patrick, or I don't know if it was, like, directly from the Chiefs, but there was, like, it was either directly from the Chiefs or, like, an analyst that was close to the Chiefs, where it was, like, if number 10 isn't on the field, you, like, as, as a quarterback, you're no longer, like, enticed to always look at that, right? To, like, always try and look at that deep option. So when teams drop a lot of guys in coverage, you know, you're all of a sudden, like, Right, your second option now takes longer to get to because you're you're always looking at number ten. You're always looking at Tyree Hill. Right, but now yeah, right, you're you're, you're willing be quicker to stick to with to... the
3: first read a little bit longer if it's Tyree Hill right. because because, because you know Hill. oh he might he might win a little bit later he might right. win a little bit later just gotta wait a couple seconds and now so, it's gonna so be like then, Juju and it's like if Juju doesn't right. win in a second but he's not it's gonna like win, even so. even
1: Kelsey right because Kelsey's routes aren't like. These long these long routes all the time, so it's like you're not going to be stuck on Kelsey, you know, for half the play, right? You're gonna.
3: I just realized I, that so I, I g- called Tyron Matthew that the Chiefs' best defensive player. It's Chris Jones. My fault. It is yeah, Chris. I, Did sorry. you call
1: him the, his but best defensive player? I don't. I said I they lost maybe
3: their best de- defensive and oh. offensive player, and that's okay. just not true.
1: But no, Chris Chris Jones is him. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, my fault.
1: But yeah, no, it's like it's like yeah, maybe Mahomes gets through his reads a little bit quicker. So, like, and whether or not you think that's like a difference maker in their offense against like those drop coverages could, could, you know, depend on how you feel about that offense entirely. I don't know.
3: Yeah, we'll see. I I also think they have a brutally tough schedule. I think it's the hardest in the league, uh, if I had to guess. So, I don't know. I think that there's going to be some adjustment periods. I don't think that the defense is going to be. I like their linebacking core. I'll say that. Um,
1: you're a cuz you're a Bolt we'll
3: fan, right? We'll see.
1: Their schedule is insane. Yeah. Oh, they play Buffalo and
2: <laughs> Yeah, they don't give many breaks.
1: This is tough, yeah.
2: <sighs>
1: yeah, I don't know. it's
3: it's the hardest in the league. So, I'm going under. I I think I think that highly of Tyreek Hill that their offense is going to lose a dimension and on top of that, um with the toughest schedule in the league. They they won twelve games last year. They struggled against certain certain coverages and I don't know if that gets better without Tyree Kill. Maybe it does if if Mahomes just becomes some guy who can just kind of be become a little bit more methodical. Uh I think that he's the best quarterback in the league and he's gonna carry them to a to a winning record and all that. But I think it's gonna right. be more a a ten win team than the Juggernaut we've seen in the past. That's where I'm at.
1: I guess that's fair. I don't know. I think they can I think they can still get 11. I'm looking at this and I'm like it's a tough schedule. It's really hard. But like I can still pick out 11 or 12 wins here. Just just again, just based on like Mahomes is him. He's so damn good. Kelsey is so damn good. Their offensive lines, it's really legit. Um so like it's not like Mahomes is going to, you know, be under a ton of pressure. They're going to be able to run the ball when they need to. I trust this offense. I really do. I'm taking the over still.
2: Yeah, I think that they play a really tough schedule. But at the end of the day, I trust a quarterback, um, head coach combo. I think they're still one of the teams to beat. I think Tyreek Hill is one of the best receivers in the league. But um, I don't think that's going to stop Mahomes from doing his thing. Yeah. Um, and while, yeah, I think their cornerbacks are pretty weak. I think they're going to get into some shootouts that they're going to lose. I think they're going to win a lot of those,
3: too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. The schedule is really what scares me, and I think the the schedule yeah. is really what scares me. I, I still think that this, with a weak schedule, yeah. this would be an easily like 12-plus win team, but I just think they've, they've lost a lot, and now they've kind of got to readjust, and they're going to have to do that kind of against... Just a murderer's row. I mean, let me have we read it off to people who don't know? It's Cardinals. Okay. Then it's Chargers, Colts, Buccaneers, Raiders, Bills, 49ers, Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, Rams, Bengals, Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders. I mean, It's bad. I mean, Jackson, you feel yeah. pretty good about them beating Jacksonville. You feel pretty I good feel- about them beating probably Arizona. Yeah. But even Arizona is like not a gimme. You feel pretty good about like, them beating uh, Seattle. And then outside like of that, it's like
1: the Colts,
3: all so playoff like, teams. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's all playoff teams. So it's, it's gonna, if they are get to the end of this year and they're like 11 and five or 12 and four or 11 and six, I suppose, and 12 and five, like you should expect them to w- just win the Super Bowl at that point because. Like they've already been through it. <laughs> they've, yeah. They've already been through the it. The gauntlet. Uh, so yeah, I get like I I like their draft a lot. Their offensive line is good. Their quarterback is obviously great. Their wide receiving core is still good. Secondary, I I raise an eyebrow. The pass rush I raise a little bit of an eyebrow. The schedule I raised two eyebrows very, very high <laughs> and open my eyes real wide. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like they'll probably still get them and the Broncos, I feel pretty similarly about like 10 11 wins. I'll probably have the Chargers at like 12 13 and the Broncos, yeah. the Raiders at like 8 9. That's kind of where I'm at with this division.
1: Fair enough. Uh, so, Theo, you're taking, are you taking the under officially? I'll
3: say Kansas this division team? ends Chargers 1, Chiefs 2, Broncos 3, Raiders 4. I agree.
1: Okay. I have Chargers 1. And I'm, fuck, man. At this rate, like, I might have the Raiders at two and Chiefs at three, uh, and then Denver at four. I guess. But
0: okay. Like,
1: it's that's so tough.
3: It's really tough. It's, it's, it's really tough. I'm tough, giving everyone a pass for this division. I think it's such anything a tough can division. happen. If it could end in any order, and it wouldn't necessarily like literally. Shock Denver. Me.
1: Denver could like be ridiculous and win the division. Like their secondary is elite, right? Russell Wilson could end up being phenomenal. Their run game could be the best in the league. Like there's like uh Yeah, it's a tough division, but I don't know. That's that's our predictions for it. Kind of. <laughs> but uh Theo, would you like to give a shout out to our our new friends?
3: Oh, yes. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Odds Trader. For play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, Odds Trader is the place to go. They have the best price on every game and sign-up offers from multiple sports books. Plus, they have player statistics, key game stats, and even projected game day weather. You can use their bet tracker to keep records of all your games and betting activity. OddsTrader.com is the number one, number one site for all your game day bets. So to begin your handicapping journey, make sure to go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader is the beginning of your best bets for all sports. Download it from the App Store today.
1: Slash bluewire, not slash stay hot.
3: Not slash stay hot. Matt, wait one sec. Before we get into the next one, you had Mm -hmm. a tweet the other day. Where you talked about your yeah. third grade gym teacher telling you that Michael Jordan was better than LeBron? Yeah, that did that actually happen? Yes. Wait, I remember was, that, very was specifically. that in
1: Was that in Gahanna or was that in
3: <laughs> No, no, this was in okay. South Carolina. Wow. Okay, okay. that's crazy because this LeBron. Was on,
0: long, <laughs> long
2: time ago, I remember. I don't know why I remember it, but he's like, yeah, he. He's like, so something about, don't tell me about LeBron being better than Jordan. And at the time, this was 2009. Right. <laughs> so, granted, this was, in my opinion, when LeBron was playing his absolute best. He was having his absolute best season. But I just thought that was funny. But
1: like, this is like... Year six, year seven, LeBron. Yeah, yeah like, he hadn't won a
3: championship yet. he <laughs> yeah, hadn't won no a like, championship. What are we yet? Yeah, this about. is his first MVP. It's like, yeah, dude, I guess. <laughs> but shout out the LeBron fans in t- two thousand nine who were pushing <laughs> LeBron over Jordan pushing narratives to this gym teacher. Uh, in the 2000s because that is truly an insane take I think in the year 2000. That would be like someone saying that Giannis now is the best player. The like go- That would be like a gym teacher being like, I don't want to hear anything about Giannis being better than Jordan all time. Like Who is making that <laughs> argument in 2009? I <laughs> No, way. I expect to, Matt, as <laughs> as a big LeBron fan, that you pushed back against his uh, claims here. Oh
2: well, yes, we got into a heated debate for twenty minutes, and then even
3: I though wanted, you Didn't cried, even live in Ohio slept. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Anything for Bron,
1: Bron.
2: Anything for Bron, man.
1: <laughs> All right, so that brings us to our Rank It segment mm-hmm. of uh, sauces. Um, and I, I, just, do we need to classify what a sauce is first?
3: Like, no. Maybe does guacamole count? Mm. <laughs> no, I, I don't know.
1: I'm does peanut butter count? If it's not is. a
2: condiment, uh, peanut butter is peanut, not a sauce.
3: Is what is, a is a it? Peanut then? butter is, it's not it's a, a spread, sauce. I guess. Okay. okay guacamole,
1: guacamole, guacamole literally translates to avocado sauce.
3: I right, think, right, well, I'm counting. I'm, I'm okay.
1: <laughs> so I, I think you count it. Um, so are we going to do what? A top 10 or a top... Not top 10. Top, top t- 5. <laughs> All right. Here's our top 50 sauces. <laughs> top 50 sauces.
2: I got like three I'm thinking of right now.
1: Okay. Um, but I'll
2: I'm probably be think. convinced to add a few by y'all's list.
1: I, I Barbecue's number one for me. What, so,
3: just like classic, original?
1: Any... T- like honey barbecue... Which
2: you can't just say yeah. honey barbecue sauce, that's too vague.
1: Okay, uh, honey barbecue number one, classic barbecue number two. Um, what else is there? Like,
2: I really don't like barbecue chips. I know really? that's not what we're talking about, <laughs>
1: no. dude. Dude just hates barbecue. I don't know. I, I think barbecue I'd take is the regular best to eat chips
2: sauce. over barbecue chips.
1: Um, what's the uh what is what? You, so so
2: you said life? you're doing a top ten, but we got through two, and you got
1: <laughs> barbecue and barbecue. <laughs> no, we're doing. T- we're not. I'm not doing a top ten. Got like. No, I would do. I would do uh, barbecue, honey barbecue, <laughs> regular barbecue. I think like what maybe. Like, How many times have you said, said big...
3: barbecue in the last <laughs> barbecue <laughs> barbecue uh, barbecue <laughs> number three? Yeah, Going go with barbecue. <laughs> if you don't have any more, it's fine. <laughs> I'm to you think,
1: know, like.
2: Maybe like okay. Is mayo a sauce? Come on, man. <laughs> no, mayo is All right, so you lo- you like barbecue sauce. <laughs>
1: I love barbecue sauce. Okay. I don't okay. know what else I would Yeah. Just
3: barbecue. Number 1 is to me guacamole if that's a sauce. Okay. That's agree. the best thing okay. to dip things in, clearly. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on anything. Avocado worth the hype. Um just a great vegetable, a great sauce, just really a tasty. solid thing all around. That's number one. Is
1: avocado a fruit or a vegetable?
3: I think it might it could be, be a f- fruit. It could be I a think fruit. It's, it's a fruit. Green, it's got so a fruit. Right? Sorry, guys. But number two, I'm going with uh, any kind of like sweet and spicy, like barbecue sp- sauce. I like that a lot, whether that from any kind of brand, um, okay. nothing in particular. I would say. I've definitely come around to jalapeno ranch recently. I put that on, pe- dip my pizza in, in jalapeno ranch fire. That would probably be number oh, three. Oh shit,
1: um, underrated. Uh, uh, number three for me, sriracha ranch. Sriracha ranch is elite. Okay, I don't love ranch, but sriracha ranch
3: is you good get, get a little bit of spice good. in the ranch, and it it, it, it yeah. it's a little better. Um, it, yes, number four. Actually, this might be higher. I'm just going ketchup. All right, that's sorry, guys. Yeah, it's ketchup got it. it's on like- a burger, on a on a okay. chicken tender, on fries. Like ketchup to me tastes better than most, and that leaves me with uh, any. Really, anything jalapeno, jalapeno like any kind of jalapeno sauce jalapeno or anything like guy. that. I'm putting at number five. I'll say soy sauce though at, at number five for like Ooh, um, okay. that really enhances. I think any any kind of Asian, you know, sushi soy whatever you want to say. So that's my top five. Anything sweet and sour, jalapeno ranch, ketchup, soy sauce, and guacamole. Okay,
1: you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make some major adjustments instead of just barbecue. we're gonna go we're gonna go uh, barbecue sauce either honey or or um, just like classic barbecue right then at number two we're gonna go sriracha ranch then we're gonna go sour cream then we're gonna go uh, then we're gonna go ketchup and then I think I think we'll end with guacamole at five I don't hate guacamole, but I don't I don't usually get it unless, like...
3: But it's still in the top on, five. If, it, if, it,
1: if, it, if it's on... Well, because I don't do... I'm not, like, a sauce guy. I'm not a sauce guy. That is guy. true. So, like, if it's on something, like, I'll eat it, but, like, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna go out of my way to get it.
3: I'm not a big sour cream fan, but...
1: I think sour cream, unlike burritos, is, Territic. like, a must.
3: I'll eat it, but... <laughs> I don't think it enhances, Honk. but... All right. <laughs> it's Matt. like if
1: you have something if you have something like spicy that is the perfect contrast is sour cream I think
3: it's good I, I'm not a huge fan of it though it's, it's fine though exactly. Matt, what about you you've heard our lists <laughs> In I mind. actually do have a barbecue
2: sauce as my number one but Let's it's, go! Like a, it's like a mustard barbecue sauce it's Sheely's Boo. Um, if you ever get a chance to get some it's very 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 good I'll check it out uh, number two I'll give you guacamole that's a good one um, yeah. Number three is honey mustard. That's like my go-to dipping sauce whenever I get nuggets or whatever.
3: I'm not the world's um, biggest honey mustard fan, but I love honey mustard. I don't like honey mustard. Mustard's good. I'm pro I like mustard. mustard
1: actually.
2: I just don't like mustard. Um, number four, I've only had this one time, so maybe this is cheating, but I I wanted to bring it up. Um, is the lime avocado sauce that they had at Jack in the Box at one time. That was really good, wasn't it? It was was really good, good, dude. (laughs) I don't don't think I've ever had that. And then um,
3: number five is sauce gardener.
2: Oh,
1: okay
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i thought of another one that i could add wouldn't like pa- does pasta sauce count does like meat sauce count on like a spaghetti oh, like,
1: like a red sauce
3: yeah because i'd put that I, up there but I it's guess, not yeah. really it's not where my mind originally went but no okay
1: because it's not it's, pasta n- it's sauce, a different concept. sauce
3: any salsa is concept. i've never had a salsa that i'm like this is disgusting but I, I don't yeah. have like a specific one that like reaches top five to me that I can think of besides like maybe walk right. stuff. But I'm
1: trying to think. There I mean, people are gonna get mad that we didn't say like the cane sauce or like chick fil I didn't
2: sauce. say the cane sauce on purpose. It's not that good. <laughs> I don't think it's that <laughs> good either.
3: <laughs> it's I like it's people, pretty good it's people, fine people, it's just salty just like the chicken I'm, just like no, the I'm toast just <laughs> like
2: everything but the coleslaw there every the special, special sauce at oh a restaurant
3: God. whether that be at a Big Mac or uh, it's like a variation of of Thousand Islands I think <laughs> I, I always am like this is Kane's Cane's
2: sauce not Cane's sauce Chick-fil-A sauce is pretty good I'll give them that okay. that maybe should have made my list admittedly well you can replace sauce gardener who is I'd I'll being. move Sauce Gardener up to one and we'll boot Honey Mustard for just one
1: sauce.
3: <laughs> fair.
1: All right, that's fair. But I'm trying to think if there's any other special sauces that are like good, but I can't think of anything off the top of. Oh, nah, nah. The cheese sauce to dip your nacho fries from Taco Bell.
2: I think that's an awful take.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest
3: with you. You know what? <laughs> The cheese sauce from Taco Bell is not a top five
0: sauce, <laughs> dude. That is
3: like it might be a top five sauce if you want to like get cancer or something. <laughs> like, that stuff it might is, be a top five carcinogen sure not, sauce. It's I don't not. Know. It's not. I, that stuff is like. I mean, it's whatever, but it's a top five.
2: It's like just like melted faux cheese, right? Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> so, can so you I mean, served that God shit at the movie you, theater for like the soft pretzels that I worked at. All right, it comes... we froze it and it like was all crusty around the edges when you had to like on the machine. It's, what, about it's not like, a, like,
1: what about putting butter on your popcorn? Does that count?
3: That's not sauce. That's not a Come sauce. On. That's just butter. It's not
1: a sauce.
3: This is one of all those
2: right, questions that well, Twitter would be like, Ooh, is this a sauce? But like everybody knows the answer. It's, but some it's, like, have to pretend it's like, like saying
1: is hot. Mayos is a hot sauce. dog a sandwich. It's like no. sure, like no. technically yes. No. But if I asked if I asked you for a sandwich and you gave me a hot dog, I would look at you sideways. I'd raise right. an nobody. I, nobody if someone was like, Oh, sandwich. come into
3: our sandwich shop and all they, <laughs> they sold was hot dogs, you'd be like, Well, that's what? not a sandwich shop, it's a hot dog shop. Yeah, but anyway. Hot I, sa- yeah. I'm not this wasn't, I'm
1: getting
2: into this.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna say
1: it. He almost digressed, but he 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 chose not to. But I think that pretty much wraps things up for us. Uh, As always, tons tons of content coming on all platforms. We'll be Mm -hmm. back. Um, We have a live stream on Tuesday. Tuesday.
3: I gotta uh, remember. Tuesday. Theo's (laughs) missed like the past 40 live streams. Ever since we changed him to Tuesdays, I like have been completely thrown off.
1: So we'll be live on Tuesday and then uh, we'll have another episode coming out on Friday and then yeah. You already know Theo's got another all 22, I assume. And Matt, I don't know what video you have coming out, but as always from corn boy, bird boy, and lemon boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop.